The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Oh, hell no! Whatever! The following program contains opinions expressed by the Dead Zone. If you find this broadcast offensive, lighten up, candy ass. What? Oh my gosh. It's a radio show. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Power up request received. Initiating systems. Powering up transmitters. Welcome to the Dead Zone. Wait a minute. Hear this. September 26th. Our guest tonight's going to be an old friend of the show. An old friend, in fact, from Linton, Indiana. Keegan Enman. Keegan Enman. Keegan Enman. I cannot talk. Oh my gosh. That's it. I can't talk. Keegan Enman. What a door. From Frighteners. No. Keegan Enman from Frightmares. How the hell? Got it. We go way back from the House of the Dead in Linton, Indiana days. That's that's a long time ago. We'll talk to him a little bit about that, too, and see if that was maybe, and I'm sure it was, his inspiration for Frightmares. But first, here's Michelle with the Paranormal News. Paranormal News. Hey, everybody. So, of course, every story article that I find that I want to read to you guys has words in there that my tongue just do, does not like to say. So, sit back, enjoy, have a laugh at my expense with me trying to say these words. So, on Coast to Coast AM, September 13th, longtime practitioner of psychicism. Keith Miller has studied both Western and Eastern schools of magic, including Hermeticism and Freemasonry, as well as a variety of divination methods. In the later, latter half, oh my gosh, I messed up an easy word. In the latter half, he talked about different types of psychic abilities and ways to develop these skills. Studies have shown that just being open to psychic experiences improves your chances to have more of them, he noted, and those who are side disbelievers tend to close off such possibilities. Rather than just being a conduit, a person can shape or manipulate psychic energy in an empowering and useful way to their daily lives, he added. Two key elements in developing psychic skills are meditation and concentration. Meditation, he explained, helps individuals identify which thoughts and emotions are their own and how to differentiate them from those of spirits or other people. Concentration comes into play when doing subtle energy work in terms of forming an intention or a point of will, he continued. Channeling or mediumship wherein a spirit presence takes the wheel can be pleasant but addictive, Miller cautioned, and he generally steers away from that by talking directly to a spirit and then relaying the message back himself. Remote viewing, he revealed, offers a good introduction for someone new to psychic development as it's structured as a non-spiritual exercise with clear protocols. 
I do agree with what this gentleman is saying. Again, the person that was uh, talking is Keith Miller. I do agree with him. Um, I always had a belief that this was a possibility as I was growing up, but my, uh, my religious beliefs that I was taught told me that it wasn't, that it was all evil. And while it, some of it can definitely be, it just depends on the user um, and how, you know, your, your intentions, the energy that you are putting into it. But um, I have found that sometimes, you know, you get a weird thought that enters your mind. Mm-hmm. You're like, what in the world? Where would that come from? Why would I even think that? That's not like me. That's not where my train of thought normally goes. Well, most likely it wasn't your train of thought. You picked up on someone else's. And now that I've learned that, it has made me much more comfortable that when I have something that floats into my head, now if I'm alone, I'm not really certain then, obviously. It could be a spirit, uh, but generally these things happen when I'm around other people and a weird or confusing or uncomfortable thought will pop into my head. I've learned to push it away and not delve into it, which before I would mentally beat myself up like, why would I even think that? Where would that come from? That's not like me. So anyway, if you experience that, you can comfort yourself by letting yourself know that that most likely wasn't your thought. Don't, Don't dwell on it. Just let it go. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. This is Keith Age, and you're listening to The Dead Zone. So from Coast to Coast AM, from the show that they aired on September 14th, former research fellow of the Royal Society, author Rupert Sheldrake, discussed his work on various spiritual practices that are personally transformative and have scientifically measurable effects. Studies have shown that those with a religious or spiritual practice are healthier and happier than those without one and tend to live longer, he detailed. Interestingly, he considers that sports or athletic pursuits can be a form of spirituality, as participants often find themselves living in the moment, just as one might during meditation. Fasting, which is found in many religions and shamanic societies, sorry if that's wrong, has been associated with extending lifespan and moments of peak insight, he said. Sheldrake spoke about the benefits of prayer, which often takes the form of practical requests or wishes. Prayer can work at different levels, even just as a placebo effect, he noted, and it may make us feel more connected, which in itself is healing. Prayer and meditation can be complementary practices, he added. Touching on his latest research into terminal lucidity, Sheldrake described terminally ill patients who may have dementia or diminished capacity, but then suddenly snap back into moments of clarity just before they die. He is compiling a database to determine if pets or animals have also demonstrated a form of this terminal lucidity when near death. If you have witnessed something like this with your pet, he invites you to write him at sheldrake at sheldrake.org. So staying with Coast to Coast AM shows, moving on to September 16th, it goes on to talk about one of the guests, the carefree medium. Suzanne Wilson is an intuition expert, 
teaching medium, author, and paranormal researcher. In the latter half, she talked about her work with spirit guides, as well as consciousness, intuition, and mediumship. People have a primary or master spirit guide that is with you for your entire life and beyond, but they also have a guardian angel, she detailed. Differentiating them, she said the guide is likely to be a deceased spirit who has lived many lives, while the guardian inhabits the frequency of the angelic realm. Spirit guides, she explained, are not omniscient beings, but they can see a little out in front of us based on our current trajectory. Her guides have told her that COVID will be with us for the foreseeable future with treatments akin to the yearly flu shot. Messages from spirit guides will generally be calmly delivered and of a hopeful or healing nature, she outlined, whereas if a communication is panicky or fearful, that is more likely to originate within ourselves. She described a rare case where someone thought they were communicating with their spirit guide, but it turned out that they were being tricked by a malevolent being, one of the jinn. In order to meet your spirit guide, she advised sending out an intention, asking to feel their presence and learn the name they would like to be called. Practice a nightly meditation around this for a week, as it may take the guide a while to build up the energy to appear to you, she added. If you're wanting to know how to meet your spirit guide, go to spiritualityhealth.com and they have step-by-step on how to meet your spirit guide. And this was written by Diana Cole. Are you feeling alone, facing difficult times, and in need of guidance? Discover how to contact your spirit guide through meditation. You are never truly alone. Anytime you wish, you have the option to contact your spirit guide, a powerful energy that is dedicated to watching over you, supporting you, and being an ever-present force of loving kindness in your life. While many who have crossed over from this physical existence may care for and watch over us, a spirit guide is one with whom we share a particularly close connection. It's not even necessarily someone you knew in life. So how do you meet your spirit guide? The Spirit Guide Meditation is designed to help you connect with your personal spirit guide. As you work with your guide, you will become more and more attuned to their energy and they will walk ever more closely beside you on your life path. Before you begin, I suggest having a notepad or journal next to you and a pen for writing down your experience at the end of your meditation. Set aside 10 to 15 minutes to prepare for the meditation. Go to your quiet space. It is important that you find a place where you will not be distracted by your phone, your family members, or any outside disturbances. It is important that in this space you feel comfortable, safe, and calm. Your inner world needs to be calm and still, not just your outer world. Shift your focus away from your thoughts and inner dialogue. In this place of quiet, it is important to begin settling your thoughts. This means stopping not only your to-do list and worries, but also the ideas and sparks of inspiration that may come forward in the quiet of your mind. To get to a place absent of thought, I suggest you watch the light show behind your eyelids. Become a spectator. Turn your attention to your breath. When thoughts begin to pop up, and they will, it is helpful to focus on your breath. Your breathing should be steady. In through your nose, Take a deep and generous inhale out through your nose. 
send a deep and relaxing exhale. Imagine the in-breath nourishing all the cells of your body and imagine your body becoming relaxed and worry-free with the out-breath. Imagine golden energy beams in and around you really feel their warmth. Imagine golden beams of light coming from above through the crown of your head and filling you up with new healing energy. Feel the warmth and the healing surge through you. Welcome the light and this revitalizing love energy. Begin positive thought. Talk to yourself about all you are grateful for, all that you love about yourself and your life. In this place of self-love and gratitude, you open yourself to communication with the energy that lives in love and gratitude. Your spirit guide resides in this energy. Now you are ready to enter your sacred garden, the safe place within you for healing, and contact your spirit guide. Step 1. Know your sacred place. Imagine that you are walking into a beautiful magical garden. In this place you are safe, you are infinitely loved, and you are accepted as you are. This is a place where you can be healed, where you can gain calm, and where you can get answers to your questions. Mm -hmm. Your sacred garden may feel familiar. It may feel like you have been there before, or you may feel like it is somehow familiar to you. Take some time to look around and notice what is there. Take a walk and look around. Try to notice as much as possible. Step two, meet your spirit guide. Now it is time to ask your spirit guide to come forward. Ask with the feeling of expectancy and love, like you are excited to meet your best friend for the first time. Who is your guide? Make sure to notice details about them. Know that there is no right or wrong direction. Ask your spirit guide for their name. Step three, get to know your spirit guide. Now it is time to get to know your spirit guide. You can ask questions or you can simply observe. What do you notice about your interaction with your spirit guide? How do you feel? Step four, rest in gratitude. Thank your spirit guide for joining you in the sacred place within. It is comforting to know that there is a sacred place you can go in meditation to feel safe and accepted and visit this place as often as you like. Exploring your experience. When you are ready to open your eyes before you do anything else, pick up your notepad and your pen and begin to journal about your experience. Details about your sacred garden. What does your sacred garden look like? Describe it in as much detail as you wish. Are there trees? Is there water? Do you see animals? It may not even be a garden at all. Perhaps it's a beach, a quiet forest, or any other favorite place of peace and comfort. What does it smell like? Do you smell flowers, trees, the salty ocean breeze? Do you smell food, spices lingering in the air? Details about your spirit guide. What do they look like? Does your spirit guide have a name? What kind of energy does your spirit guide carry? What does it feel like to be in their presence? Your sacred garden Q&A. Did you ask questions in your garden? If so, did you get answers? Did your spirit guide answer or did you feel the answer? List the questions you asked. List your answers. As time goes on, you may find that you can use this place as your own spiritual workshop within, getting answers to questions, finding solutions, resolving issues, and creative, creatively working with your reality. So if you would like to try this meditation, again, that is at spiritualityhealth.com 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com. Hello, this is Christopher St. Ruth, and you're listening to The Dead Zone. Millions of people are affected by the Para-X bug. I realize that it is something that will stay with me for the rest of my life and long into the afterlife as well. If you have the Para-X bug, there is hope. With a nightly visit to the Para-X website and intensive past life regression therapy, I can control it. Even with the Para-X bug, I can still lead an active life of radio show hosting, paranormal investigating, evidence checking, attending conferences, book writing, keeping up with the latest technology, and still keep my 40-hour-a-week day job. If you think that you have the Para-X bug or know someone who might, visit para-x.com. And remember, you are not alone. I am not alone. I. 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 I am not alone. The Para-X bug may cause the urge to chase shadow people, visit exotic haunted locations, adopt a pugwudgie, or spend all of your time trying to figure out the laws and principles of paranormal investigation. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Sudden visions of full-body apparitions or feeling the covers being pulled off you in the middle of the night by unseen hands may also be signs of exposure to the Para-X bug. The use of Para-X may be habit-forming and an overwhelming desire to provoke spirits may be a serious side effect. If these symptoms last more than four hours, you should quickly consult a trusted witch and have her cast a what-the-hell-are-you-thinking spell on you. If symptoms persist, please contact the Para-X Radio Network Homeland Security Team for further instructions. The Para-X bug may cause urges for late-night speaking with spirits and ghosts. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Overwhelming desire to try provoking a spirit may be a serious side effect. Those with Para-X bug effects lasting more than four hours should consult Para-X or see a professional. Sudden outbursts at the mention of orbs may be a sign of exposure to the Para-X bug. Use of Para-X may be habit-forming. Use caution when engaging in Para-X chat. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Dead Zone. I want to give a huge shout out to Shauna and congratulations on her new podcast, Exploring the Paranormal Perspective. You'll hear some amazing guests like me, whatever, paranormal and true crime stories, and more. Catch her Wednesdays at 8 Central on the Para-X Radio Network. Are you in a band or know of a band that is currently unsigned and looking for airplay for free? We want to hear from you. One of the main goals of the show is to help promote up-and-coming bands and artists as well as our paranormal community. Getting your name out there can be tough, especially these days. Shoot us an email, deadzonebooking at gmail.com. If your music fits our genre, hard rock, 80s, 90s metal, and new metal, we want to help. To stop what you're doing and listen. 
myself in a tub of ice water and broke it Wednesday night. Now I'm feeling ornery as a stiff dick and I got no place to go. So I set out to find me a honey who wouldn't say no. stations in town were palm trees we'd be the one with the biggest coconuts here are the one the only dead zone all right let's get keegan on the phone hey can you hear me yeah i can hear you can you hear me yes i can all right awesome how are you man it's been so long it has been a while. Doing pretty good. It always seems to be busy, especially this time of year, trying to get the haunt ready and stuff. Right. But uh, and by the way, congratulations on on still being there, still still you know 
you know, pushing through, right, after the pandemic or during the pandemic and everything. Man, you guys held on, right, and, and you're uh-huh. still going strong, right? We did. Um, we managed, we only ran two weekends last year and kind of did it on a limited basis, but, you know, a lot of people were really wanting us to do it, so we decided to do it, and then um, getting ready to open up this year and going to still try to have, you know, quite a bit of safety measures in place, but... Right. Um, really you know looking forward to it this is actually going to be our last season we're calling it quits after this are you kidding me why 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 would you do that yep it has just i think you know alex and christy had a kid you know um i've got other things going on in my life and you know it's just everybody's getting older it's harder to get help (laughs) and you know it's just burning out i i was gonna say um uh, for, for for those of you that don't know keegan worked with with myself and uh the owner of the house of the dead years ago in in linton and you know that that kind of you know things happen and move on i mean is that is that kind of the reason that uh, you wanted to do frighteners because house of or frightener frightmares i'm sorry because uh house of the dead you know closed up and there was yeah no- and it was it came out of you know missing that aspect right yeah so that's you know that's just the, that's the nature of the beast right i mean do you have anyone in your crew that are, are gonna pick up and carry on do you think or there's got to be somebody right we're looking for somebody we've had some interest um but nobody yet that's kind of come forward Um, You know, I can't say too much, but I will say that there is plans for a haunted experience still going forward. I just, you know, they're very much on the surface right now of what we're kind of working on, but it just won't be your traditional haunted house. Okay, so you're not really going to be gone. You're, You're changing format, so to speak, right? Maybe changing format a little bit, yeah. Um, and it won't be quite as big of a thing. Yeah. But um, we've got a contact that we're kind of working with on a, another project we're hoping to bring to life next year. So right. not completely gone, just not in our building we're in now and such. Okay, well, there you go. there you guys go. There's a little teaser for you. If you're from Lenton and the surrounding area, then, you know, they're not. it's not going to be what it used to be. But it's going to be something different, and it's probably going to be pretty cool, right? I would assume so. Okay. That's the hope, anyways. I never like to do it if it's not. Right. Um, one one thing I wanted to ask you. I know we did a um, a remote there years ago, and I think I'd talked to you about this before. In that building, I know there was a, a suggestion, and we did a couple of investigations at the rink. But in your building that you're in right now, is there, wasn't there, or is there like some type of haunting that you guys have experienced there or something like that? We have. Um, we don't know much on the history of the building, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I have had some really interesting experiences personally. Yeah. Um, we had um, some trim thrown at us one time. Thrown um, when at we were you. constructing, not just, not just dropped, um, just but thrown. Blew out of absolutely nowhere. Okay. Huh? Uh, it was thrown, not just dropped. 
yeah, it was. It came from a pile across the room, or had to have. That was the only place this particular type of trim was. Right. And the next thing we know, it's landing next to us, and there was only three people in the building and in the room. Huh. That is interesting. I think I I remember you saying something about that. That was a while back, yeah. <clears throat> and then we heard numerous footsteps um but the most notable was um there was four of us in the building and um we were in the basement and in that building all the doors locked from the inside with a hasp and a bolt right so you know you can't go out and lock them behind you right we're in the basement in the back and we hear footsteps come across and we're waiting for somebody to come downstairs right. or go back up front because there's no other way out um, never do. So we finally go up to investigate, and there was nobody else in that building at all. And then we checked the cameras, and nobody ever came in. Wow. Well, that's really interesting. That's too well. Hey guys, uh, if you're looking looking for a haunt to uh, to start up, then there's your building right there in Linton, Indiana, and it's haunted. So yeah. what 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 else it could is you ask for? Truly haunted. Yeah. <laughs> what else could you want, right? Yeah, we've had different um, groups come out and talk about certain scares yeah. where we don't have actors, too. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, there was nobody there. Um, <laughs> no one in the, in the room, but yet there was, right? Yeah, it's like, we don't know if, the, you know, if whatever's there is trying to get in on our scares as well. Right. Um, you know... But yeah, we it's been an interesting experience in there. We actually have one actor that's notable. He will not go in the back of the building. <laughs> he won't really talk about what happened back there, but he was back there by himself one time and will not go back there at all. He won't do it. Oh, wow. I love to hear some of those stories too. I mean, when when was the first the yeah, the first it, the first encounter that you I, had? What was the first encounter that you had in that building? Or was it was it the uh, trim being thrown? The Probably the, the trim would be the first undeniable encounter. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, my dad actually bought that building in like 2001. So I was, you know, sixth, seventh grade. Right. And um, it was always creepy back there. Right. But it was that when we were actually that first year when that incident with the trim happened, the, the first undeniable, unexplainable event. All right. What was the building originally? Origin I can't speak. I cannot talk. I, I'm, anyway, what was the building originally used for? What was it? In so the, the, the back part of it where all the activity happens was actually built in, as a house. Okay. Um, I just guessing would guess its age probably 1900 or so. Okay. We don't really have any way of knowing. Okay. Um, the front part of the building was built to be used as a grocery store back when grocery stores, you know, were small neighborhoods. Right. Yeah. Things. Yeah. The and, old yeah the old days. You you, know, you lived in your you lived in the back room or you lived in the back of the building and your store was up front. Yeah. I used to hang out at a place like that years ago, back in back in the way back in the uh, yep. 80s yeah well that's interesting maybe it's the uh, yeah. former owners you know it it could be we 
like I said, I'll, I know who had built the grocery store on, Yeah. Um, but that is it. I really don't know any of the other history of the building, you know, before that. Right. Well, but it is undeniably, in your opinion and others, haunted. I would say so. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you think about the uh, spirits that uh, were supposedly at the rink? Do you still do you still frequent there or what? I have not. No, I don't. I've only been in that building a couple times since Bob passed. Right. Um, I know there. Um, we I seen shadow figures was probably the most common thing that I seen in there. Right. Um, we also had you know heard things like drop and fall without any explanation. Right. Um, I know Bob always thought it was the guy that built it, um, which I think he was there. But I also part of me wonders if um, you know it was somebody else after that as well, just by some of the things that happened. Right. I think there was some mention of uh, a, a little girl, but I'm not sure. I, 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 it's been so long ago, I can't remember. It, I believe it was a little boy, a little um, boy. and okay. Bob, I think, thought it was his son that had passed away. Oh, okay. okay well, um, that was, know that. you know, kind of one explanation that actually happened to Alex that he's seen him. Alex, Alex saw him. Yeah, Alex seen him one night when the skating rink was open, and Bob laid out some pictures, and actually Alex picked out Bob's son that he had, you know, never had met. Oh, okay. Like I say, it's been it's been such a long time ago that we were there uh, doing that investigation. I, it's it's hard to recall. But uh, yeah, we, yep. we we uh, we did we did like two there, I think. And one was completely ridiculous. If you remember the old dressing room in the back, right? We were sitting back there. Mm -hmm. We were doing um, doing an EVP session, right? And that went on for a few moments. And later on, when we when we checked it, we heard a strange, like whistling noise, right? Like a real faint. And upon further investigation, we figured out it was one of us had a nose whistle. So we were picking that up. So you know that was just a big disappointment, but. You know, it happens, right? <laughs> that is. That is really, yeah. Yeah, it's a big disappointment. Um, and that happens sometimes. Right. Oh, yeah, I've even, we've even done done an, an, uh, some investigations where we're doing EVPs again. And, of course, it picks up my stomach growl or some silly, something like that, you know. But that's amazing, though. Have you ever tried EVPs yeah. there in your place? Have you ever tried an EVP there? Um, so we had one group, and it's been several years ago now, that actually came and did some investigation. Right. Um, and there was nothing really notable in that aspect. Right. I do remember the electric, the electric um, magnetic fields were just they were really weird we even killed the main power into the building and yet you still got um, action and we're just getting some kind of odd readings on that but it's been so long i can't really even speak to all of it right it has been a while for sure yeah oh that's that's uh, that is interesting though i mean if you kill the power to the building there shouldn't have been anything there 
yeah, that that was our thought. And, you know, we were still getting readings throughout, you know, and it could have been obviously interference from outside power lines or something. But, you know, it just it didn't make sense, you know, when it should have been getting stronger, you know, like in the basement, it was stronger than it was upstairs, which didn't make sense. Really? Well, there is the the uh, water pipes issue. I mean, if you had running water through there, that that maybe might cause a little bit of a glitch. I don't know. Could yeah, it's you know there shouldn't have been, but you never know. Right. All right. So I'm glad to hear that you're going to continue on in a different direction. I'm sad to hear that it's gonna you're going to close, but I mean, like you said, you know, there comes a time. You get too old for it. You get too many responsibilities to do anything else, right? You know, like that. But it's just a rite of passing, yep. rite of passage. So, yeah. Yep, pretty much. And you know, we've enjoyed it. it you know, it, this will be our eleventh year, and yeah. you know, when we started, our goal was actually to do more than Bob, who I think did eight years, seven or eight years. Yeah. Um, that was our original objective, and then we just forgot to quit after that because right. we just, were having it, so much fun. It's too much fun. Yeah, it is too much fun, and it is a yep. lot of work, too. It is a lot of work, and that's, it is. that's for sure. It really is, and there's there's a lot of legal and liability liability kind types of things, too. You know, fire marshal inspections, oh, yeah. insurances, all that kind of stuff that oh, also yeah. just kind of take the fun out of it when right. you do have to run it like a business too right but you know you take the good with the bad and it's a good thing that you have or you have or have had or whatever a lot of uh good people volunteers that helps you helps you along the way and that's oh cool. yeah very cool. How you never are, could have done it without all the volunteer help and all right. the friendships that were made along the way. You know, those are invaluable. Right. How are uh, um, Alex and Christy doing, by the way? Doing really good. They've got a daughter. I think she's about to turn three, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've been doing great. Um, but I think they're kind of in the same place of just worn out it's a lot of work on that aspect right especially with kids yeah if you, if you have kids it's, yep. it's, it's almost impossible yeah yep it takes a lot you know it a lot more planning you can't just you know used to we would be able to be up there till two three in the morning you know right. oh, and yeah. you can't do that anymore right that's the way it is though i mean you know that's that's just the way it is so you can't really tell us you can't really tell us any more about your new event for next year. So I'm not going to pressure you on that. But is there any anything that you can kind of just give us a little? Maybe it'll be something like this, or you know, just a little little nugget. Uh, okay, so I'll tell you, it will probably only be one or two weekends. Okay, oh, it will when? be most likely completely outdoors. Okay. And it will be for a good cause. Okay. So you're going to be donating. So, proceeds are going to go go donation are going to go to a charity, which is cool. Yep, I mean, it's uh, going to be a fundraising event. Okay. So that's kind of what we're thinking right now. Okay, and it's going to be an outdoor event, so that's going to eliminate a lot of the uh, insurance issues. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, and it's going to involve. I'm going to just 
going to throw a guess out there. It's, it's going to involve some type of ghost hunting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nope. It's gonna be more on a spooky aspect of you know, kind of following that same haunt, Brian. I mean, call it what it is. It'll be a kind of the thought right now is a haunted trail. Oh, on a trail. Okay. Kind of so, like we, we tried to do the yep, uh, the trail of the werewolf a couple of times last year, and it just it, it did pretty well, but. Even, you know, it's a lot of work even doing something like that, you know. That's going to yep. be cool. That's yeah, going to be really cool. We're just hoping, you know, like I said, a couple weekends, um, get some scares, that kind of stuff, and raise some money, but, you know, not have to deal with all the fire marshal regulations oh, yeah. oh, and all yeah. that aspect of right. it. Absolutely. And, and kind of try to be able to pocket a little bit more of the money for yourselves for all your hard work. Yeah, um, our goal, I think, with it's going to be we're not going to take anything. It'll all go to a good cause is the plan. Okay. Oh, and is this going to be it's, the only two weeks? Are you going to do only two weeks or two or whatever, two days or two weekends, only in October? Yep, that is the plan. It'll probably be somewhere near the end of October for one or two weekends. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's very much just in preliminary stages. I can't say for certain anything's going to actually happen, but right. we're planning on it right, right now. Right, you're talking about it right now, which is good. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, um, All right, yep. I know I know that you... Exactly. I, I know that you had said that uh, after we get off here, you, you're going to be on the road. You have somewhere to go, so I'm not going to keep you. Is there anything that you would like to say to, to, to everyone? Yeah, um, I mean, if you've never come and checked out our haunt or have in the past and want to again, um, you know, we're planning to open up here in the either we're planning the first weekend of October if all goes well. If not, it'll be the second. We'll run through Halloween. Um, and what we are going to do this year, we did last year, we're going to do a time slot ticketing. Um, so we don't have big queue lines just to try to cut down on that for yeah. COVID. Right. Um, so we recommend you go ahead and buy your tickets online because you can pick your time and just show up a few minutes before that and head on in. It, we did it last year and it worked out great. So right. that's so, kind of our plan again this year. So that would be you go to Frenton. Uh, Frenton. I cannot talk. I'm I'm completely losing it anymore. I swear to God. You go to Frightmares.com, <laughs> right? It's LintonFrightmares.com. Yep, right, and yeah. um, I haven't got the website updated yet. I should hopefully by the end of this coming week. Okay, have it ready to buy tickets. Okay, there you go. And, and I wish you guys well. And that's like I say again. I'm sorry to hear that this is the last year. So hey guys, go check them out. It, you won't regret it. It's, you know. Plus, the new year, uh, next year, the new event coming up too. The we won't say what it is. It's going to be kind of cool too. So. Keep an ear, keep an eye out, keep watching. Maybe we can help you. I don't know. Let me know if I need some help. Yeah, definitely I will because, you know, anytime, you know, we can get together, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Definitely. Yeah, that sounds really good. But um, I'm going to go ahead and let you go, and I appreciate you coming on. And we're going to talk again the closer we get to what's going to be happening next year. Maybe you want it, maybe once you get it beyond the planning stage you can come on and tell us a little more about it 
Definitely. I'll let you know once we got something set in stone. All right, Keegan. Thank you very much. You tell everyone I said hi. Will do. Thank you. You have a good evening. You too. Bye. Good evening. I am Sammy Terry, and you're listening to The Dead Zone. <laughs> Your source for everything paranormal. Para X.
Hey, one thing I forgot to mention, I don't, I don't know how I did, but you know, that's me, that's what I do. Dead Zone will now be also part of the Rift network, Travelers of the Rift, on Blog Talk Radio. We're looking forward to that a lot. I think, I think we're going to be airing on Fridays. I'm not sure the time yet. We haven't really talked about that. I think we did, but I've, there's been so much going on. But anyway, look for us on Blog Talk Radio. The Rift Network will be there. Lots of great shows for you, for you. I can't talk. Lots of great shows for you to enjoy on The Rift, as well as our Para-X family. Welcome to the Rift Radio Network, right here on Blog Talk Radio, with shows six days a week, with Saturdays set aside for special events and special shows. Join us every night, right here on Blog Talk Radio, and be a part of Rift Nation. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends. Good evening. I am Sammy Terry, and you're listening to The Dead Zone. (laughs) Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Hey, this is Lee. If you missed tonight's show or any other show, you can always check them out in the archives on the Para-X Radio Network, or you can go to our website and click on any of your favorite apps. This is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.